Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Hello. Definitely recording, right? Just want to verify one more time. Yes, we got the waves. Well, what the fuck did it say last time that y'all were just going on and, and we didn't record the first half of the show? I don't know. You I don't just know. honestly sat here and then I heard, okay, ready, go. We just started. And I didn't press record because I, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I just sat down. This is the, well, if y'all were wondering why the first half of audio last week sounded horrible. Not even like the first half, like three quarters. I, I didn't listen to it because everybody was complaining. Um, I got I made a corny joke on my Instagram story and someone responded and said this was almost as bad as the audio for your show this week oh my God. Um, wow but, uh yeah so joyce apparently didn't press the record button and thus we did not record out of the microphones for the first three quarters of the show apparently so the audio that y'all heard was from prime's video camera which is why it was very low i'm assuming and not the greatest but we're definitely recording this yes. time so you're going to hear proper audio <laughs> um i guess i just didn't intro us welcome to marissa explains it all it's me and Joyce and Ariella. And I feel like I don't like saying welcome to Marissa Explains It All because I feel like a YouTuber. That's like, hey guys. Hey, welcome to my channel. <laughs> welcome back. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, I don't like, sometimes once in a blue, like I'll see the money these YouTubers make and Bruh. the shit they do. And I'm like, I really want to start a YouTube channel. But I also like don't want to ever be that corny so i don't know what i i don't think i could start a youtube channel. okay i have like three really great ideas for a youtube channel okay one is hitting up mattress companies and pillow companies <laughs> and saying that i'll review their mattresses and pillows and just record videos of myself sleeping <laughs> Would, this, I this, this would be like a one-time video, right? No, I no. I'm like, I'll hit up all the mattress companies, Casper, Lisa, all these ones that they talk about on all the podcasts. I'll review them for you. I don't know what I'll do with the leftover mattresses. So you think they're gonna send? They're all gonna just send you mattresses? If I'm like the mattress reviewer, yeah. But all you do is Bruh. Like, <laughs> like, this doesn't sound feasible. And then pillows as well, like you know, different kinds of pillows. That's, okay. Yeah, it's a horrible Another plan. one is doing like those ASMR videos. You would be great at yeah, that. Yeah, you would. Of just like eating. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it, Joyce. <laughs> That's literally your lane. That is literally your lane. Like you I should saw... do it like barefoot also. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to do something with oh, the no, I could do it with, like I could do all sorts of things. And I saw Janae posted this video. I think it was reviewing Kat Von D makeup or something. But mm. for some reason, the whole video was an ASMR video of her just like drinking water. And she's like, all right, now I'm going to review this foundation. But first, I'm going to take a sip of water. Mm. Wow. There's so much revenue out there. And yeah. That's probably like it's just smart to do shit like that. Those are two really good ideas. I don't actually have a third. So moving on. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't think I could do a YouTube. Like, what would I actually do? Because I have a show where I talk about stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I can't do You makeup. should do a vlog. About what? I sit in my house all day oh, and smoke true. weed with my fucking dog. That is true. <laughs> that Literally. is true. A day oh. in my life. And it's just You're the right. same video over and over. It's like a freaking like, like Groundhog Day. 
<laughs> Welcome back to my couch. Right. <laughs> Literally, like there will be like a four day stretch where I do not exit my home at all. I will have no idea what the weather is, like nothing at all. So I don't think yeah, I should. That might not do be it. it. She doesn't even post on her finsta anymore. I don't know what she's doing. True. Nothing. I'm doing nothing. That's the problem. Well, I mean, I guess I was in in New York all summer, but in New York I didn't do much either. So I really there's nothing to post on my finsta. I was thinking about it today though, because I've just been in this weird like identity crisis not really an identity crisis but i was reading all these things about like unlearning habits and unlearning like your old self type of shit Mm. and i'm just like so i started thinking about like is all the shit i like right now like stuff i actually really like or stuff that i liked when i was 16 and kind of just upgraded like i think that has a lot part yeah and like chased that because it meant something then not realizing it doesn't mean anything now and that's why when i get some shit i'm not satisfied with some shit so i was thinking about all that stuff and trying to figure out like do i really dislike people as much as i dislike (laughs) them or is it does something about being out in public make me uncomfortable inside but I was thinking about it more. I think I just really don't like people. I think I just like being home. So mm. I think I've satisfied that part of it. Um, but now I just got to do all the rest of the shit. But yeah, so with that being said, I'm going to try to like go out a little more and have a life. But at the same time, I really like my couch in my home. You kind of look high right now, Marissa. <laughs> yeah. I was high all day. I've been having like extreme anxiety lately. And so I've been trying CBD. My boy sent me a bunch of CBD stuff. From where? Um, his new company, Frace. Um, it's F R A I S C B D on Instagram, and if you use the code Madi fifteen off M A R I one five O F F, you get fifteen percent off. Um, I mean, fifty percent off. 15, that's a, 15, oh, 15, 15. 15. 15. 15. one five. Y'all was gonna say, oh, I'm going on right now. But I don't know. I feel like it wasn't like fully helping my anxiety, so I just smoked mm. some weed today, which I never do during the day during work, but. It calmed me down. Then it made me nervous. Like, what am I going to be a weed addict now? I'm taking it to you cure something. You go through something. phases. I think you go through phases. I was just saying before you walked in, I haven't smoked in like three months. Really? Yeah, because like, it's so funny because I feel like I go through periods of my life where I'm literally a pothead. Like, I would consider myself a stoner. Like, I am a stoner. And then I'll go, because I've done this before. I'll just go like a year and a half without smoking like oh, at all. Okay. And it just, it's so weird. Like, you kind of, I don't know. I feel like I'm too busy right now, so... Yeah, it definitely makes me completely unproductive. Like, it puts mm. my thoughts in dope places, and it makes me think what I want to think about and shit like that and feel how I actually... F- I feel like it's, like, my real inner self when I'm s- when my high thoughts. Um, but then I lay on my couch for three hours. I watched <laughs> porn, like, three times. <laughs> like, I thought I was going to be late here because what I was doing before I came here. But no, I was actually right on time. I, re- I watched, I was watching porn right before I left to therapy earlier. I can't. It's like that meme. There's, like, a meme about this. Like, you're, this is so weird how when you're an adult, you're just, you know, like, chilling. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to watch some yeah. porn right now. Casually watching porn. And you know what? I do that for my younger self, too, that really wishes it was that accessible and easy. It's so funny because I'll watch it for like six minutes and I'll be like, oh, I'm I'm disgusted at myself. That shame you feel. And then then like three hours later, I'll be like, let's try this again. Well, (laughs) you don't feel the shame until you nut, right? That's when you feel. That's when I feel the shame. Like, Honestly, I, I I feel like I never actually like I get too scared to nut. So then I'm like, Ooh. what? What? Yeah. Scared to nut? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> only when I <laughs> only when I'm watching. Porn. I mean, I don't really watch porn as much anymore. I feel like it kind of makes me feel like annoyed because if it's if it's 
a girl and a guy, like it just makes me want dick like in actual real life. So I don't want to watch it anymore mm-hmm. because I want to get the real thing. Or if it's a girl on girl, I mean, I guess that's cool. But I don't know. Every time I always just feel like a complete spawn of Satan when I come. And I'm like, what the fuck is I watching? Because I love watching now like cream pie videos. Like ugly white bitches. And I'm like, ew, what the fuck? I wouldn't, ew. But don't, that's how I always feel. I'm like, cool. <laughs> this is what I like? <laughs> but like, what does that mean? The point that we like, like what does that actually say about ourselves? I don't it know, because I something. like some really nasty, like, Me gross too. Shit. Yeah. I like watching, I like, old that. guys with, like, young girls and Who shit Who like are that. the people that just, like, <laughs> watching, like, people make love? Like, what kind of people are those? I mean, that, there's like, so really, many. Like, like, the passion ones? Yeah, like, I've never clicked on that. I don't even know what that even looks like. <laughs> I can't. Some of them are cool because I like, like the massages dragging. into, you know, I think that's oh, so okay. like, that's erotic. Nah. That's why it's like eroticism. I, never nah, that. I need some like ridiculous, nasty shit. I like, like them the like dragging them by their hair. <laughs> yeah. Drag by, oh, you like that BDSMM type shit. BDSMM. BDSMM. I've never there. <laughs> BDSMM. <laughs> or like when they put them on, the, when they put the girls on a leash and shit like that, put a collar on them. Sometimes that kind of freaks me out, but I like that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cage. My friend was Fire. just telling me that. Well, you guys don't know who it is, but she was telling me that she met this guy and like he is like super dominant and she, and she like she was like the first time like he took me out on a date and um you know, I told him I don't sleep on the first date, so he was like, "Okay, that's cool." And he like picked her up and like he's like, "Oh, I'm going to call you an Uber." So he like picked her up and like ate her out like while holding her in the air and was like, "Oh, that's enough. You just get like a little." Damn. He's like, "Go along now. I just called you an Uber. Like go home." On and the first date. On the very what? first date. That but, would creep me out, honestly. Yes. But, but like that at all. But she was like really attracted to him and like thought he was really hot and like it was going well anyway. It's funny how we like excuse shit when people are hot. <laughs> it's honestly. true. It's true. But then she was like hot. telling me like ever like they've been doing this for like three or four months now and she's like he ties me up and he like does this and this and like i've super, never met a guy that does that super mm-hmm. like confident and like dominant and i I'm love like, that i would where love did to this meet man someone that's what i said like i was that. like where did you find this because i would be too scared to like respond to a craigslist ad or a- <laughs> <laughs> well i think a lot of guys are like that you just have to like get it out it's of them a comfortability thing yeah it's a, mm-hmm. definitely a level of comfort that Nah, but like there. this guy was like, I, she, he was like, this is like what he does. Like mm. he is this yeah, man. I don't, I don't know if he I want this man. that. He's on that Fifty Shades of Grey shit. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I don't know. I really don't. depends. It really depends if you're ugly or not. To be honest, <laughs> it does. And then also, like, what else do you have going on in your life? Like, I can't be letting a man fuck me like that, and you have like no job and no life. No. Together. <laughs> I don't, I don't have time to do it. This is like in a very like mystical fantasy world. This is like my porn alter ego would like this. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I would love to be dominated and have all that shit, but like, I don't know. I don't know how. How would that be in a relationship? Because I feel like that's like okay, such that's a, weird. That's it's like a, one. Right? It's an extreme. Well, that, no, like, like I would, I would compartmentalize that. Like, I would have that mm. just be our bedroom life. I wouldn't have that be like our entire relationship. But like, how are you just like sit in there like, honey, I put a pie in the oven, and then like one second later, it's like <laughs> choking you against the wall. Bitch, bitch you're my animal. <laughs> switch that gear it's like a strong gear to switch you know what i'm saying like i don't know yikes i don't know how if that would work 
for me and i'm so awkward and like <laughs> dorky i'd like start giggling and be like shut <laughs> up it's what the fuck are you talking See, about i think with everything it's it's the situation that you get put in like yeah i feel like i would be like laughing my ass off too but then i also feel like i really would not be so i guess yeah literally everything you don't know how you're gonna really react until you're in the situation mm. Tim, I really want to go home and get high and ponder my life some more today. It's really <laughs> been fun. Like, I really just sit there Smoke and, like, weed every day. just think of things. I wish I could feel high all the time, but, like, without the feeling of high. Okay, that makes literally mm-hmm. zero no, sense. Like, the that way sounds I, like a high thought, Marissa. You <laughs> sure not I wish I could feel the way that weed <laughs> makes you think without having the lethargy and all the extra shit and the slow movements and shit like that. I feel that. So you just want to be enlightened. Yeah. Are there like to embody can, enlightenment. Are there pills I can take that like <laughs> skip the high part and just make me I feel like Adderall. Like <laughs> no, Adderall like, gets you just doing everything. Yeah, You're but just I, like, was, like, I was thinking I was like, like a lot too on that shit. I need, maybe I'll try some Adderall. I tried it like a few years ago when I lived in Harlem. My homegirl just had them. And she gave me a half of one and I had like a headache for two days. So... I didn't drink enough water. Adderall, well, just like with coffee, like even if I have a coffee, I go crazy. Like I like I'm buzzing. And so in college, I took Adderall a couple times. And then there's another one. I just remember I busted out like a 14 page essay in like two hours. And then after I was done, I just didn't know what to do because I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) And I just remember being like being so hot and sweaty. I took off all my clothes and laid down in the floor in my dorm room and just started shaking. (laughs) Who is Adderall (laughs) given to and for what? It's for ADHD. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So for people with ADHD, it's supposed to like have get you to focus. Right. But if you don't actually have ADHD, you just really hardcore focus focus and like do one thing like clean up your entire house or like yeah got it so I it's like know. another form of a, a riddle a riddle that it's yeah riddling. that's like the one meth. i think that i uh, it's like prime meth. said it's like meth night yeah yeah my brother my brother <laughs> was know. on riddling for a while but that shit made him like um fucking insane and suicidal at the age of five. Oh, oh wow. Shit. wow that is way young yeah, yeah he young, was diagnosed man. with adhd at a super young age and um so they immediately went the the medication route, mm. and uh, I don't know if Ritalin was the f- first one, but I know it was Vibe an early one. Mm. And he tried to jump out the window and oh, do shit. a bunch of shit. Yeah, it was crazy. And um, I guess they couldn't get the meds regulated either because he was still getting kicked out of like every single school. Um, like they tried to put him in like a special daycare. They got he got kicked out. Put him in regular daycare. Kicked out. Put him in regular elementary school. He threatened to bomb the school. Oh girl. Which is shit. <laughs> it's funny because I know my dumbass brother would have no idea. I don't know if that sound effect is kind of. I don't know if that's good. Um, I know my dumbass brother would have no idea what to do or anything. He just was saying like things for shock value. But you know, very interesting to think like this because he's a seemingly normal kid now, just annoying as fuck. But to think, like, yeah, you know, the story to tell at a water cooler. Like, I got kicked <laughs> out of school when I was six about for to bomb the school. Spanking your kids, since that was, like, such a big debate this week. Mm. Oh, because of uh, Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm so torn because a lot of my friends grew up in households that were like that, and they're all perfectly fine and probably actually less of entitled brats than I am. And I grew up not having that, and I feel like I'm a... I feel like I'm a good person, but I do feel like I'm an entitled brat sometimes, and I throw temper tantrums. So, I I can't call it. Ariella, I think I think yeah. I was disciplined both verbally 
and like with belts and switches and shit like that. So I don't know. I think at the same time of uh, you like not becoming spoiled by it. I think, you know, if you do it in the right way, you know, it'll help the kid, but obviously not on the verge of, uh, you know, abuse or anything. What about like somebody that. else's kid? No. No. I you think can't there's do that. actually no. Nope. Now I, I, I take that back. I don't think that hitting is the way to do it. I think that, yes, we are becoming fucking pansies these days, a lot of our generation, but at the same time, I think we're also being equipped with a lot more knowledge these days as well. Mm-hmm, and there are way better ways to parent and to discipline your children than physical and than you know the, than yelling or any of the shit that our parents did to us and they're not, it's not i mean i guess you can say yeah it was wrong but our parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing their parents didn't know they just yeah. did what their parents did and you know i think part of my whole little psychology journey to therapy journey is like learning that our parents are just human beings also that are just trying to figure like it the we fuck all out forget yeah. that i'm like wait my mom was 29 and she had me <laughs> exactly. like i was like it's so weird. Had a whole life and had to make decisions in the split in a split second. That's the other thing. It's like when you have a kid and you know what you're doing, you have to literally make split second decisions and just it's, go with the shit. It's also like a patience thing too. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like I give way more thought into parenting than any other person that like any any of my friends anyways, because I'm always like telling Lisa, I'm like, oh, when I have a kid, this is like what I'm gonna do. And like you can always say like how you're gonna do something, but obviously like when push comes to literally shoving a baby out of your oh, vagina. <laughs> like it's things are gonna be different. But I just feel like I don't know, like communication is really important but also like not coddling too much because yeah, then I you feel like I'm gonna coddle too much I'm nervous about that or this is actually really interesting I was watching these videos of people uh like holding a baby and then they'll per- like they'll knock on like a wall and it'll sound uh, and then the baby will just start crying because they think that they got their head hit like oh. and and the and the parents will like be like oh like just it's just like funny video going around but it kind of just shows you like the way that a parent reacts is like what a baby picks up on so like when your baby falls on the ground and you just start laughing because like literally like every baby falls the baby will start laughing like if everybody starts clapping like when a child falls on the ground and I was kind of telling my mom I was like mom I for the longest time I thought I had anxiety, but I didn't. You just gave me anxiety because mm. she has. I thought I couldn't drive, and I thought I didn't know how to drive because every time I was in the car, my mom would be like holding on to the fucking like, like she'd be like, left, 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 twice, turn down the music, and like I literally thought that I was incapable of driving, and I, you know what I'm saying? It's just very interesting, like the way that you react to something or like I don't know. Yeah, you're conditioned. Kids you're, are sponges. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we literally mimic the only thing that we have to teach us which is the people in front of us Mm -hmm. and so not only do you mimic movements and sayings and shit like that but ideologies and like Mm -hmm. opinions on everything Mm -hmm. and that's what like i've been really reading about lately is like unlearning all of that shit because then it becomes so subconsciously ingrained in you that you don't even realize you're making decisions in your conscious life based on these subconscious ideals that you've been just indoctrined with since a fucking child and it's like it's fucking deep, bro. Like, that shit, like I said, it's really been having me, like, reflect, like, do the things I like and do, like, is that shit current or outdated? And it's like, you always swear, I, well, I always swear I was, like, so aware of myself, but there's, like, so many more fucking layers to dig deep into. And our parents, I mean, like I said, did the best they could, but mm-hmm. we are in a, we really need to, um, 
take advantage of the era that we're in where there's so much more information and so much more to learn and so many books and so much so many ways to just be better people and we're just kind of you know it like why and so many free resources too it's not even like it costs money to to do these things and also like the time that we have because we're not like i was listening to this other podcast where they're saying like to write a fucking letter, like, you had to sit down, write a letter, buy a stamp from the post office, send it, like, in the mail. Like, that would take you fucking, like, three hours just to, like, tell somebody. And then it would take them a week to get it. Like, all that time that we're cutting, like, doing that, we can just, I can just send Marissa a text and she'll know what I'm thinking right now. Like, we have so much more time on our hands that we should be making it useful. Yeah. And, like, you know, because, like, hours and hours and hours, like, that these people didn't have so what are we doing with Mm. all of this extra time and like how are we like making it productive we're like laying on our couch and watching porn (laughs) while we're high (laughs) (laughs) but it's also like you know maybe that's like an improvement of your quality of life right yeah so it's just it's not always that being well that is being productive that's being productive for you and like you're filling marissa's happiness quota or quotient or whatever the word is but yeah that's the other thing too you really got to figure out what makes you happy because you're gonna keep achieving things this is what like i said i've been learning you're gonna keep achieving shit and then not feeling actually happy that you did it because it's you actually did that shit for somebody else or Mm. just because you thought you were supposed to fucking do it and yeah i don't know i've just been in like a real journey these days an anxiety filled one (laughs) i wonder if there's like anything else besides pills and weed that could make you feel like that because the pills are they upper or downer Pills, it depends. Because mm, if it's a benzo, mm-hmm. if it's a, a, I don't want to put any pills in me because like I do feel like I have actual anxiety, which clouds my thoughts and shit like that. But I wouldn't want to like get dependent on a pill. Have you ever tried actually meditating? I was just about to say that. I don't think I know how to properly meditate. It is. It can be really powerful. Like I, I've been having like crazy sleep problems recently, and just 10 minutes like in my meditating is literally just being still and not thinking about anything and like for I honestly had it so twisted I thought that meditating was I'm gonna sit and reflect on my day like I thought that was (laughs) meditating but it's literally just being like aware of like the sounds like that are happening and like me sitting in my bathtub and like literally hearing the faucet drip like you're just supposed to listen to that but i can't turn my brain off but th- th- but that's the point that's, that's the, the point. challenge and and honestly like me like i was doing it for like a week straight and i just realized like i was just being so much more mindful and like i'm a very forgetful person i lose everything i don't know where the fucking keys are so i'm gonna be like what would you like what'd you have for lunch i don't know uh let me think about like what did that person just i don't know like because i'm i'm thinking so much all the time that i'm not in the moment not, yeah. ever yeah and it was helping me with my sleep so much like but now i have all these health problems so i can't sleep anyway yeah. but Which um is? no yeah meditating is cool and like for like five minutes three minutes like it's crazy like just taking a moment to not think about shit and just being like in the moment i'm gonna try it although my dog like when i wake up he just fucking bothers me so there's some apps that are really good for it that like guide you guide you through the meditation Mm -hmm. my dog by the way is fucking losing it he's like completely lost control of his bladder these days me too me too i feel you know we got the same problem (laughs) peed on the couch two times (laughs) um i wanted to read i saw the i saw this um somebody had screenshot a piece of a book called something everyone is fucked or something like that 
and it was about what I was just talking about earlier. Um, Mom abandons you for some rich new husband and you decide that intimacy doesn't exist, that no one can ever be trusted. No wonder Newton was such a cranky loner. And the worst thing is, the longer we've held on to these narratives, the less aware we are that we have them. They become the background noise of our thoughts, the interior decoration of our minds. Despite being arbitrary and completely made up, they seem not only natural but inevitable. The values we pick up throughout our lives crystallize and form a sediment on top of our personality. The only way to change our values is to have experiences contrary to our values. And at any and uh, any attempt to break free from those values through new or contrary experiences will inevitably be met with pain and discomfort. There's uh, this is why there's no such thing as change without pain, no growth without discomfort. It's why it's impossible to become someone new without first grieving the loss of who you used to be. Because when we lose our values, we grieve the death of those de defining narratives as though we've lost a part of ourselves because we have lost a part of ourselves. Mm. I was like, wow, maybe that's what I'm stressed about. Maybe I'm losing a part of myself as I learn a new part of me. Hey, but that's like what gro growth is. Growth. Yeah, growth is uncomfortable mm -hmm. as fuck then. I don't I don't know if I, I could mean, do this for well, I don't wanna always I mean, grow and then get to the next level. I guess I don't always have to feel like this. You'll welcome it each time. Yeah. I think that's you you know I think I've been doing a lot of that, just like realizing it's so crazy, like there are so many things that I firmly believed like five, five, six years ago and at the time I was like this person is being so mean to me like this person's calling me lazy like I'm not lazy like this person blah 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 and now I'm looking back and I was like oh wait like they were kind of right like I was kind of like and it's it's just I've kind like all these things that I firmly believed I've been kind of taking Unlearning. steps back and just being like huh mm-hmm Actually, I was really selfish. Yeah. And actually, I was being really entitled. And it's kind of interesting to humble yourself in that way, too. And yeah. also, like, just some of the ignorant shit that I said, I'm like, whoa, like, that actually is bad. Like, I'm not just, like, deleting stuff because I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to get in trouble for post. I'm just like, why did I ever, mm. ever believe that? Like, and I really thought that that was true. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of reflecting. Me too. But it's on, I mean, it's really good. I feel, it makes me really happy that I feel like our generation is going to break, they say, the generational curses and like yeah. really reparent ourselves. And then with our kids, like our kids, I feel like are going to be a really good generation of kids. It depends. It depends because not everybody, you know. Is this, a, yeah. And like we always talk about, we only know like what we surround ourselves with. So it seems like everyone's enlightened these days because you yeah. and I talk and we're in therapy or we're here, or we're doing these things or whatever. But 80 different people we about to pass on the block, like none of them are doing it. So, yeah. The but one thing I do have to say about kids though, and I, and I and I never like speak on how other people parent because I'm obviously not a parent, so I can't make any judgment calls. But I've always said this: I love kids. I think that they're so cute, and like I love interacting with them. But I also am very selective of the kids that I do interact with because I know that they're so impressionable. And sometimes, like if I'm just not in a good mood or if I'm just not really, because I feel like kids are sponges; they pick up on everything, mm -hmm. and they also are very judgmental and you know that's just the way that they're kind of programmed so if I'm in a really bad mood one day and you know I'm just not being like I want kids to like see me in my best so if I'm like acting kind of eh, 
I don't want them to be like, oh, Asian girls are so weird. Like, because they really right. will think like that. And also, like, one memory can stick with them for forever. Yeah. Like, if I'm the first Asian girl that they've ever seen and, like, that day I'm just acting, like, super cocky and, like, super, like, full of myself in front of their parents, like, they might just pick up on that and, like, just think, like, this way about. So I'm, like, really, really when I like speak to children, I'm very careful about the things that I say and like I wanna make it a really like enriching, like fulfilling experience. So I don't just go around like when I see babies, like let me touch your baby or like let oh, me hang I'm out with your guy. toddler. I'm literally like, let's, I wanna hang out with your kid. I, I like, I, I just feel like that's like the one like small responsibility that I give myself. It's like, I just don't wanna, you know. Yeah. That's dope of you to recognize that though. It's just something yeah. that I, because it's like, I would want that for, for people to have that respect for my kids, yeah, too. and like yeah. not just go up to them talking all crazy, like that's my child. Right. Don't say that. I'm right. like, oh. But also not sheltering them forever. Everything. I was thinking but. this morning how I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna be as a parent because Nova peed on the bed and I burst into tears, and then <laughs> I was just like yelling at him for five <laughs> minutes, and then I felt really bad, like I'm yelling at him, but it was something he couldn't help, mm. and like I'm just yelling because I'm angry at like everything. I was yeah. already in a bad mood, then he peed on the bed, like you know. And then I felt really bad. I'm like, oh, when you have kids, it's like a stressful 24-7 stage. Yes. You're always trying to protect them and do shit. And then also, like, literally have to take care of them, especially at a young age. And then if you're also trying to work, and then if you're also trying to, like, be a good wife and mindful to your relationship, there's so many layers to that. Like, I don't, I freak out over, like, juggling, like, two things at one time. I want to quit my job and be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, girl. <laughs> I would always used to think about that, but I think that I would be completely unfulfilled because yeah. I don't have something that's my own. Like, I belong to my family, and they all need me. Like, I want a job that's just mine. I especially feel that way because I, like, had to raise my sister at, like, seven. So I've always been taking care of people. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, I want to just take care of me. And, like, that's, even in yeah. relationships, I'm like, I don't want to be the one buying you kicks all the time. Like, buy me some shit. Never. Like, I want to be taken care of. Like, Definitely. and that's not even on no gold digger yeah. type shit. That's just how I've been raised and how I've lived my, you know, life up until this point, looking after other people. Any man that has a girl just buying him shit consistently is fucking disgusting to that's me yeah. anyway. Fuck so. boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. And who are the girls buying all this shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, like, what type of lonely, empty life are you living that you're just supplying a man? Like, you know, I, do, I believe in equality, all that shit and everything. But it's uh, there's some gender roles that I just like to subscribe <laughs> to. And it's not like, you know, I'm saying buy me everything because I, I want to buy all my own shit. That's the thing yeah. is when you know you can buy shit on your own, then it feels good to like have somebody yeah. buy yeah, shit do it for you. I'm not like just mm -hmm. a bird like asking for you to like drop food in my mouth. Like, oh, that's such a good analogy. Literally, is, yeah, yeah. Like, no, when you with the, uh, there's always those memes like when you know she got it, spoil her more or something yeah. like that. Mm. Like, I'm down. I'll always be good to go. Like, well, I wouldn't want to have to go fifty fifty on the bills, but I could if Ooh. I had to. What do you think about this? That? I was just about to say, because I was talking about this with my girlfriends like the other week. Like we were talking about getting ready for dates and like, how, you know, the whole thing, how we were like, oh, I wish I were a man because it's cheaper for this, that and a third. We were saying like in certain cases, like we feel like the men should like for a date, say like you've never gone out with them before. It's like the first date or maybe even like second or third, whatever. But we felt like you should pay as a male, you should pay for the parking and if anything, pay for the dinner. Or if it's a movie, pay if for the anything, dinner. Hell yeah. Because the debate. Right. Yeah, well, no, I mean, if, unless we're meeting there, then you weren't a part of my parking situation. Right. Like, if you're driving, 
because I'm not driving us. If you if if we're going on a date, you should also have a car. So it's right, either we're that both part. meeting there, <laughs> or you drive You're picking, me, picking up. me up. Right. So me coming out of pocket for some parking or for some anything at any point is absolutely like now. If no. we're in a long term relationship, oh, it's different. And we it's, work it's something out where no. it's like, yeah, I pay tonight, you pay tomorrow night type shit. Like that's that. fine mm. for me. But if we're dating. No, 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 honey. Yeah. You're courting me. You're paying for this. Well, we were saying also thing, because yeah. we were saying that specifically, not even thinking about that, but that's true. But the simple fact that how costly it is for a female to get ready. Yeah. So we're like, you know, we got nails. We got to make sure our eyebrow. And if you do lashes, you got lashes you got to oh, pay for. Lashes are Your so hair. Expensive. Yeah, fuck lashes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, stupid. I still But we do. were just like, it's expensive it to get ready expensive. for a date. When when I I because I don't do the extensions because they're so expensive and too and much takes so much time. So I do, do like the fake lashes once in a while, but mm. I, I literally would say to my ex, I'd be like, tonight I spent eight dollars on my eyeballs for you. <laughs> I know I look good. Eight dollars and my eyes right here. Lashes are fucking expensive. They are. I, I get them, but yeah. And I don't I don't use them, them either. So I'm like, I just went eight dollars down the fucking toilet just to go to dinner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know how people reuse lashes. I would like to start. Oh, it but feels weird. Yeah. I just feel like you were just chilling on my eyes and my eye goo for a minute. Like I I just throw them out after I take them off of yeah. my face. But no, it's true. I think that like girls put and also like yeah. if you're inviting me to go somewhere like i just want you to like be able to afford what we're going to like if you, i don't have it i want to make sure to, you're good like and, you can cover this shit and you're trying to like impress me kind yeah, of that's like true. I, you know and so what did, did you guys talk about splitting bills also did you get to that point or no no we were talking about no that? no oh. but what are y'all thoughts on that i think it really depends on because not okay like honestly we're not every guy is fucking popping and right. has hella bread. Like I, my coworker who's a male makes the exact same money that I make, and I know that he cannot afford to support him and his girlfriend and pay the rent and buy all the groceries and make his car payment and do his car. Like that's just impossible. We make the same amount of money, right. and like I know that he cannot take care of himself and her because I can barely take care of myself and. And he he's allowed to have a girlfriend. He shouldn't be single for, you know, this period of time in his life. So I think that it really depends. But it also, like, I think everything is, like, about thoughtfulness. So mm -hmm. it's, like, if I know that you don't have it all the way like that, but you are still going to contribute and, like, buy the groceries. Because I know that you can't afford that. You can afford to buy groceries because I can afford to buy groceries. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like... It, it just kind of really depends. And also, like, what... And if you're not do picking up on those things, what are you spending that money on? Like, that, it's also just about how people manage their finances in general. It's like, you have such and such car, but you literally aren't going to pay for the Wi-Fi this month. That doesn't make any sense. Well, at this point in my life, I wouldn't be with a man that couldn't completely support himself mm -hmm. and like not just like bare minimum like you should be able to like live comfortably because I live comfortably and so if we were going to share a home together ideally I'd prefer that I'm with a man that's making more money that he can actually like pay for this stuff and not just saying like I'm looking for that but I think at this stage of my life to be with somebody like that like they should be making x amount of dollars and that amount of dollars should be able to afford a decent like nice one bedroom apartment or whatever so I don't know. I would look at it like, you know, you pay the rent and something. I'll buy the groceries and the utilities and we could pay our own shit. Like I'll pay my car note. You pay your car note. I'll pay my car mm. insurance. You pay your car insurance. 
<laughs> and we figure out shit on dates and shit like that. Like, What's your face? Uh, I was just going to say, all I know is I'm just a little bit bougie. So, <laughs> <laughs> why, why? In what sense? I feel like there... I don't expect for a man to be able to afford everything at the caliber that I want it to be just because I know that there's certain things that like I'm just way bougie about like I like going like to get really expensive food and like I'm down because like I can afford it but I also I'm like you know what some people like just to go out with their homegirl don't think that it's okay to spend $110 on dinner but I'm like I could do it so but I don't expect like every guy that I'm dating to like feel the exact same way but it's different for food. Like, you should pay for food always. But, like, I don't know. There's certain things that I just know I'm, like, a little bit bougier about. But I don't expect someone to... Uh, just at this point in my life, too. Like, being a 22-year-old. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, that's the hard part is because I'm thinking about boys that are 22. So. Right. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking about men that are and, yes, 35 when, and up type And shit, they should but. definitely have it. And they should be able to support themselves. Exactly. Sure. Like, a nice house and all that shit. So, it's like, I mean... I don't know, I would, I'm because like I'm not saying if somebody was making like less than super comfortable that I wouldn't give them a chance, but it's still it's like I don't know, it's just sketchy. Like, why would you want? Why would I want to have to live below my means? Yeah, with to to meet someone else halfway. Like, let's live at our means or above type of shit. Introducing the all-new and totally reimagined 2020 Ford Explorer. It's built for modern exploration. Whether venturing across country or simply across town, over various terrains or through rough weather, it's all good. The Ford Explorer is specifically designed for comfort, confidence, and a whole lot of style. Ready to explore more? The 2020 Ford Explorer, the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. Built Ford Proud. We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A. Um, we got tiers for our listeners on a budget, and we got tiers for our big ballers, too, and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that, too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. What else did you guys make notes about? Because I want to go to the gym right now. <laughs> Ariella? Um... So it's still on the lines of like this. So like proposals, right? There oh, is this, let's talk about there this. There is this, well, there is this guy, right? He sadly passed away. Oh, that was oh. proposing in the fish tank or whatever. Yeah, like his oh. proposal was underwater and he didn't make it back up to like hear oh, her shit. answer. Wait, what? Why are you laughing? That is <laughs> You're making, <laughs> making me laugh. So. Where? Um, How? Why? Basically, what? he, yeah, he was doing a proposal underwater and it was super duper cute he made the video and everything and what? he just never made it back up to hear her in, like, say the yes ocean? Or no like i think it was like a pool or yeah like a tank or something why did he make it but back up he yeah he something happened with his tank his, obviously yeah his breathing and all that but yeah he ended up drowning <gasps> and never really got to do it so my question is you know what are like i guess like what are the your ideal proposal that you want? That's your 
you so prompt this question enough. <laughs> I just want to know. I know, but I just thought it was, you know, like know. it's cute, think, but that don't die trying to ask me to marry you. I mean, that it wasn't like it was that risky though. People do that shit all the time. Not propose that way, but go underwater. So, I mean, don't jump off a building to propose to me. That's risky. Uh, I don't know though. I want something very thoughtful, but not generic. Mm-hmm. I've never been the girl that like dreamt about my wedding and my proposal and all that other shit. Although like I want obviously to be married and shit, but don't want a wedding as I talk about all the time. But proposal, I guess I never really thought about it, but seeing all these viral ones, I guess I, I would know. I would want something that <clears throat> was creative and had thought in it and like has my friends and family there. But it doesn't have to fucking include like fireworks and my name in in lights on top of a stadium. Like it could be like at a cupcake store like you know it just has to be meaningful i was reading an article about this couple and the way that he proposed to her was they had been talking about it for like a while and apparently they were having sex and they were like having like sex where they were talking to each other and he's like so you want this forever and she's like yeah i want this forever he's like you really want this forever and he like slid the finger or the finger onto the ring (laughs) slid the ring onto her finger and apparently like they both like came at the same time and then she he was like she went to the bathroom to go wash up and he was down on one knee and like formally asked her to marry him and I was like yeah that's really cute no see I would be mad because I want all my friends and family there and like I don't know if I want them I want to like tell everybody the story (laughs) and I want everyone to like tell each other the story and like but like when you tell your kids you can't tell your kids that shit daddy and mommy were in the bathroom We yeah. were just at the house. Like, yeah, you're... I thought that was funny though. I was like, that's a cute little story. Yeah, not one that I would reshape. You know what's funny is I That's have, not for the cooler. I have no idea how my, my dad proposed to my mom. Neither I know, do I. I know how they met. Like I know she went to a party with another dude and then my dad bagged her there and she left with my dad. Okay. Oh shit. Oh, my God. G shit. Um but I don't oh. know how they propose how he proposed. And I don't know how her current husband proposed either. You don't? D- no. Oh wow. I feel like you might know that. No. I mean I know that they're together and I I was there for their wedding and shit, but I don't know. My mom doesn't just randomly share details like of that. I guess she probably tells her girls. I want a cute mm. proposal. I mean, who doesn't, right? Like, who wants a shitty proposal? <laughs> <laughs> no, some people don't, like don't really care that yeah, much. Yeah, how it is. Like, fanfare, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I want a bunch of people there, but I definitely want like the like I, I like thoughtfulness. Like my like two like top love languages are gift giving and quality time. Mm. Minor acts but, of service and, and I like acts words of, of service. I cannot do words of affirmation. Like it makes me vomit. Yeah, that, I can't but do that. But gift giving does not mean like I'm not like asking for a fucking Lamborghini. Oh, wait, or wait, you're saying that's what you like to get. Or that's what you like to give. I like in your to, love language. I like to get. I like to get gifts. <laughs> but when I but it's so you not, don't like when someone tells you something nice. Not really. I mean, like it doesn't really phase me because I feel like you can say anything. I don't know. That's just how I feel. I'm like, or like, you're so pretty. Like, okay. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't really care. Like, I mean, it's nice. I mean, I agree with you on the sense of like, um, 
people can say anything but I did realize like when I wasn't getting just like you know it 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 does something to hear a man tell you like you look pretty today or that looks good on yes. you like Once that in a I while, do need yes. that or like but I don't react to my pictures and just make me because mm. if you're not because if you're not that doing that and then you're not saying it ever then it's like am I attractive to mm. you or are you just here <laughs> but back on the gift giving thing I don't need like something fancy literally like if you're driving home and this is my, my one of my exes used to do this all the time like he would literally just stop and buy me like hot fries and i'd just be so happy because i'm like i fucking love hot fries mm-hmm. or like every single time he went to target he would find something that i like literally like my fa- like an eyebrow pencil he's like i know this is an eyebrow pencil that you use and i'm like that is very nice of you i do like that eyebrow pencil and it is only four dollars and 99 cents exactly. like i'm not asking for anything crazy i just think that that like that type of gift which is why it goes hand in hand with like a proposal it does not need to be anything fancy but just like Something put a little know. thought into like what you know that i like or like just to know that you thought about me like that's all that it is like yeah. i don't need you to tell me that i'm like beautiful all the time or like tell me like write paragraphs and paragraphs literally just i would like to know that you're at work and you decided that when you were at work like you thought about me and picked up something or even sent me a text like because you were thinking about me like that means a lot yeah like i have like that ice cream purse that i wear every fucking day that wasn't super expensive but it was something that he got me and i was just like wow this is exactly something i would love then he also got me like gucci shoes for my birthday i've worn them like two times like you know it's it's not about like the amount that you're spending it's about the fucking like fucking ice cream like on a purse this is so yeah. cool mm-hmm. this is so me this is so great yeah so i'm absolutely all about and like my ex-boyfriend um that i dated in 2011 2012 when we when i it was the first time i was going to his his house or his neighborhood he lived in philly and i went out there and i met him up at a, at a grocery store before we were going back to his house and he had picked out it was literally just bubbles but they were in um an ice cream cone like bubble yeah. blower thing and he like came out of the grocery store he's like i bought you something and it was probably like 99 cents and it was the cutest fucking yeah. thing that you knew that i would appreciate yeah. some mm-hmm. shit like that or like even recently when he went to the store to get himself something he came back with a zebra cake because i said i mentioned a zebra cake like two weeks prior that, that shit I like means a, a lot yeah. but it's crazy because you could be doing that for somebody who that's not their love language yes. at all and i saw a tweet about because i i i because that's what I like. I kind of do that, too. And I just realized, oh, wait, this person literally does not give a fuck, which is fine because that's just they prefer words of affirmation or whatever. Literally. Yeah. And it's so crazy because you what you're receiving love language could be different from your giving love language. That's and all very. That well, and how was this determined? Be- you, you, you just have to know what makes you so feel good. So there's like oh, okay. acts of service. So it's like there's doing the dishes language. or like um, getting someone gets your car tuned for you or gets an oil change for you. And you didn't ask for it, like stuff like that. Or um, words of affirmation. So just, you know, praise mm-hmm. or whatever. Gift giving, um, quality time, and then physical touch. Mm. So some people like, you know, really need like, to hold hands or like a back rub or and like that in makes public them feel love it makes them mm. feel like super and the love language that you, you that's why it's really important to know your partner's love language so that you can give them love in the way that they want it mm. and for some people like you just cannot mesh on those two things like it's some crazy people, like there, i was in a relationship where like he wasn't a very affectionate person but so we could sit in the room and he'd like sit on the chair i'd sit on the bed 
And like to him, he'd be so happy and he'd feel like we are spending so much time together and we are just in this great place. And I'd feel completely alone and like, yeah, why aren't you touching me? Why aren't you cuddling with yeah. me? And like it would just be completely two different people in the same room doing the same thing with completely different thought processes mm. because his uh, love language just was being quality, quality time. Yeah. My love language was physical touch. I need to be touched. I need to know that you're present. And then, like, you know, even recently, like, with him, he his thing was, like, he does stuff for me, like, all day long. And I noticed, like, that's probably how he shows what he loves or whatever. Like, cook for me all day. Drive me anywhere I, I need to go. Do all these things or whatever. And I think my I think my giving love language is words of affirmation. But I don't know if that means anything. Because, like, you say, like, words can mean nothing to somebody. Like, I'm all about positive, like confirmation yeah. and telling someone like you did a good job or I really appreciate you or that was really thoughtful thank you like I make sure to like continuously tell them like I, that that was really like big of you or like that was really smart of you to, to decide that like oh, I don't it's know so I, hard for me to like say those <laughs> yeah. things to like say like those kind of compliments like coming out of my mouth I'm like really? like it's I don't know why I'm very big on that it's I don't know I I, I believe words of encouragement like I think it's important. It's just yeah. hard yeah. to do it. It's just it's like, it's like maybe it's a pride thing. I don't think I was so, just though, about but to say I don't that. know. Yeah. And I know I would love to get that, but I don't feel like I require, I don't expect that from people because I feel like people don't consider that a lot, like how important words of encouragement can be. I think that for me, like growing up, my parents, like I just kind of did well. So they never like felt the need to be like, good job for getting an A high five mm. because like I always got you know like and I never understood like when people graduate from high school like why their parents bought them presents because I was like you're supposed to graduate high school yeah. like what the fuck you're and I was like to go to college. my parents like literally I didn't get one thing for graduating high school mm. they I went to like Benihana <laughs> like that like you know I just went to go get food I didn't get a party I didn't get shit I got a card it was a congrats I, <laughs> and I never really got cards either like oh, no, my, praising my family me for anything like that huge on cards but they love the cards when I went away and I and it did like kind I did kind of feel salty about it so I like mentioned it to my mom and then now she like does it all the time like she'll be like, I'm so proud of you, and I'm like, oh, gross. Like yeah. it feels kind of fake, but I know that she means it. I know mm -hmm. that she's meant it all along. But it's like when I or like also like we never did the hugging thing, and now she like tries to hug me, and I'm like, please do not touch yeah, me, woman. Like really what are you doing? And it's funny that you say they didn't really celebrate accomplishments. I wonder if that's why I don't personally celebrate a lot of my own accomplishments, and I just feel like okay, I was supposed to do that. What else? Yeah, because I, yeah, I'm definitely that way. We I'm never like, had like major parties for. Anything. I also didn't want them, but did I not want them, or did mm -hmm. I just never get them? And then I thought I didn't want them. Like I didn't have a sweet sixteen, all that shit we talked about. Um, they didn't throw me a graduation party. They didn't do any of those things. College graduation. My mom did was like, do I have to w come to the thing? I was like, all right. Oh, my oh God. Well, then I will just skip it. Also, Damn. see you guys later. So I didn't do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. We don't really celebrate those kind of things, but we, I, I th and I maybe I think that's why I'm so big on words of encouragement now, like, because mm -hmm. I think I would have loved to get that. Yeah. I too was a super smart kid. Yeah. I always got straight A's. I always did good. It would be, they'd have something to say when I didn't get an A. They'd be like, what happened? Where did you go mm. wrong here? And I'm like, see, I don't they wouldn't even say know. anything either. They'd just be like, well, yeah. you're doing you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and like, I think because, like I was mentioning earlier, my brother was the problem child. So there was so much more focus on him to make sure that he's, even emotionally stable anything and so like 
It'd just be like, hey, Mar- Marissa, she's she's fine by herself. She's we don't good. need to make sure yeah. she's okay. We don't have to check on her. She's been in her room for 83 hours. She's, <gasps> I'm sure she's fine. She's alive. Yikes. So I think that kind of created whatever it created with me. But yeah, so I don't know. I think my giving love language is words of affirmation. And I'm, a, I'm touchy-feely as fuck with like a guy that I like. So maybe that. And then... But I also like to gift give. I do all of the things. <laughs> well, I think I like to make people feel very special. Leos do that though. I think the things oh. that you put out are like technically like what, what we're you looking want. forward mm-hmm. to giving. Yeah. yeah. And so you kinda have to like remix it a little bit. Like I feel like, okay, so I'm like, I don't like to give words of encouragement. But but if I had kids, I totally would. Like that's a total I would totally flip it total on its side and like I would give them like yeah. quality that's time like, and physical touch. And like yeah, all of different. that, like all of the love languages I want to pour into my child and like give them, build all of that up. But it's so weird, like in a partner for, and I, I think I've texted you this before. I'm like, Marissa, what's a compliment that you give a man? Like, what do you Yo. call them? Like sexy, like fine. Like, I don't know what words to use. Like, really? I don't understand. Oh, I, can't. I say all of this shit. I don't know. I'm like, your dick is really big. You do everything. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Like, what do you, wait, wouldn't you just text him that randomly? Like, you have a very nice big dick? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I ran out of nice things to say. I mean, like, me being a writer, like, I, I would just text and be like, you know. But without being too corny, because I know that right. there's something. I'm not going to be like, your hands. Like, I don't know. No, like, like that's also like, the, I, it'll be like the middle of the night and I'll send a text like, you know, I know you're asleep. I want you to see this when you wake up. I just want you to understand how much I appreciate the things you do for me. You know, the way you do X, Y, Z, it doesn't go unnoticed, like blah, blah, blah. Like, just that kind of shit. And see, I, just, I would like that. The, the, if someone texted me that, I'd be very nice that they're being appreciative. But I don't want like, you're so beautiful. Yeah, like I, mm-hmm. when you walk into a room, I melt, and I just knew from the instant that yeah. I saw you that you'd change my life. Or mm. blah, like what? I don't give a shit. Like, do you really think that? I don't right. know. No, don't tell me all that. But like, I was just looking back. That's what I can't give to somebody else. Like, I cannot. You're so sexy. Like, I know. Nah, that shit is fake. When as I, fuck you. I mean, like, if I see you, if I see you, and you're like, <laughs> I don't want you to put a baby damn, inside me. You, you yeah. look good as fuck today. Like that. That means something to me. Damn, you look. That's good as hard fuck today. for me to do too. Girl. Maybe I'm an evil person. I need oh. to reevaluate. I mean, not that I don't think those things in my head. I'm like, damn, you look so. Oh. Why does it not feel like natural to say? Probably because like, because I. I feel like I don't get, like, even when I get compliments from people, it, like, makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, I love compliments. Mm. Keep telling me I'm great. I love them so much. Because, like, like, I'm always like, oh, thanks. I guess it depends on the person. It's nice. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very kind of you to say that. But I'm also like, you didn't really have to say that. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm tired of you guys. I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I had one other thing I needed us to talk about, and I cannot think of what that is right now. It had something to do with, like, current situation. Oh, I didn't need us to talk about it, but I was around Ice Cube on Friday, and I thought that was really fucking cool. That is really fucking cool. Do you explain more? Because I'm sure... Uh, Jaleesa, like, helps put on a lot of these concerts around here, mm-hmm. and she was working on one of, I think it was called, like, How the West Was Won or some shit like that. We the West? Uh, one of them. Something West something mm-hmm. on West Friday. Side. And I was like, oh, I, I can help you out backstage if you need help, because I don't like to just stand around concerts and not do anything, unless I know someone there that I can hang out with them. But if it's just a bunch of artists, like, that I don't really personally know, 
then I want to be useful and be doing something and not mm-hmm. just standing around. So she was like, yeah, you can help me get everyone to the stage when it's their time to go to the stage. I was like, cool. And so it was um, Ice Cube. It was uh, Sugar Free. It was um, <laughs> DJ Quick. It was Roddy Rich. Um, there was a Nipsey Hustle tribute with his DJ, DJ VIP, who was actually right here when we were all like leaving last week. That was the remember the white guy that was like standing right there when we were all leaving the room yes, last week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was nope. Nipsey's DJ VIP um, and Nipsey's uh, creative team. Were, oh, yeah. who ran the concert, um, Jorge and um, someone else that was helping him. And yeah, it was really cool. And I got to see Cube and, oh, Bone Thugs was there. That was really cool. Their manager is very intimidating and scary. Um, but I got to work with them. And I don't know, it was a very cool moment. I feel like Ice Cube is one of the very few like superstars that were left among. There's like a very small pool. I think everyone else is so accessible these days yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like tangible, but I feel like Ice Cube is up on like a higher level with like the Rihanna's and the Beyonce. The Beyonce's. I feel like Cube is there. He is one of only two people I've ever gotten starstruck for, the other one being Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> and, okay. Um cuz it was uh, in 2014 when my girlfriend was the music coordinator on Kimmel and Cube was the guest and I was visiting LA and she had me come to Kimmel and I got to meet Cube. And she was like, Cube, you know, this is my friend Marissa. And he was like, hi, how are you? And I was just like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) like I literally had no words. And then my girlfriend had to be like, can she take a picture? And he was like, yeah, of course, come on. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and we took two pictures. We threw up the W and one and we posed regular. And like you could see in my eyes, I was completely Petrified, like Aww. I don't know. I had no words at all. I was so fucking nervous. I don't know what. It, I, like I said, I think I I genuinely feel like Cube is one of the few superstars of our generation, and so to be in his presence, I've even met J and B though, and I I didn't feel like I felt around Cube. I don't know what it is about Cube that makes him even. I guess because he's been doing this for so long. Yeah, the mm. movies. He's, he's a movie star and a rap star, and he's just he's great. So yeah, just wanted to say that. And um, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go to the gym, and then I'm gonna go home and clean up all my dog's pee that is inevitably all over the floor. I'm gonna smoke some weed and do the laundry that my dog peed on today. Oh wow, you have a long nice. night ahead of so you. Long night. <laughs> and then I'm gonna wake up Mom at life. 4 a.m. Make a bottle. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Finish working on the book until 8 a.m. because the early morning is when I'm least distracted. I have to do the round one edits because no one's awake. Yeah, and no one bothers me. And then, um, then this weekend I'm just gonna get really high, and I feel like I feel, I feel like I'm so close to unlocking something. There's like a level of like she's trying to get onto the next level, right. y'all. She thinks literally, she can smoke her way there. Right. No, I swear to God, I feel like I can smoke my way to unlocking the next level of my inner self. Like I really feel like I am like I am right there. I feel like you need to do some shrooms. Oh, that I'm might so be scared, it. Though. Like I'd have to be in the most controlled environment ever. Yeah, you know we're not gonna throw you out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> go fly, little birdie. <laughs> go, Marissa, go. I couldn't even be with people that even annoy me a tiny bit. Like yeah. I have to be no, with like, people that I really like. Nothing really they trust. do annoys me. Yeah. I know you're trying to get out of here, but the, the one time that I did shrooms. 
I have this friend of mine, and, and we are good friends, so I don't know why this happened, but <laughs> we were all doing shrooms together, and all of a sudden, I just saw spiders, like, crawling out of his eyeballs, oh and I was like, God. you need to get the fuck out of here, and everybody else was like, this is Joyce's first time doing shrooms, like, I'm so sorry that she's being, like, kind of, and, and they were like, get get out of here, like, she said, get out of here, so I literally made him leave, and then I had the best time with my one friend, it was just me and him, and, like, every room in his house is a different color like cool. in real life so like his oh. kitchen is orange and like his bathroom is green and, and I literally was just walking around feeling the colors of the room like totally I get know it. I do that what I. the color orange like feels like it's like a warm hug and like we go outside this and it's so raining cool. I would love to be and it like felt this. like it felt like it was raining gold and like it just felt so <laughs> good Not gold and it was so funny because he he even afterwards he said he like I th- he had a kayak like on the ceiling of his garage like a, and I I literally it transformed into a giant grasshopper like just all this crazy stuff and like the walls were like making all these shapes and oh my god I started drawing this mermaid in my diary and I literally thought like I was in the ocean like as I was drawing it like I felt like I was immersed in water I got to do this and bro. I was telling like I everything that I was telling him he would like see too because like you can just imagine like I don't know how to explain oh, it it's like the lost boys and, and then after the him. fact I, he was like Joyce like that doesn't really happen when you do shrooms he's like I don't know how you got me to like get on that wave with you because that's never really happened to me he's like I see like cool shapes but like I don't go into like the ocean and like the depths of time like I was like saying some crazy shit and he was like oh yeah word and then I just remember I was like alright like I gotta go home now like you know whatever I call an Uber and I'm sitting in the Uber and the Uber driver is like just really nice. And then I just like stop him. I'm like, dude, I just have to really tell you, like, I am so high off of shrooms right now. <laughs> and I just remember, I forget what his name is, but I wrote it down in my diary. But he was like, I think it was Carlos or something. He's like, Uncle Carlos is going to take care of you. Like, don't worry about it. Like, say less. It was raining that night. So he was like driving in, like getting the water to like splash onto the car. Cause I was like, oh, so cool. I was like, there's like gold <laughs> dripping on the car. And, and he's just talking to me. He's like telling me about like uh, his daughter. He was like, I need to get you home safe because you know, I have a daughter. She's like around at the same age as you. And he was telling me about like how he got her to get high, like off weed for the first time. He was like, we were like just, you know, with a bunch of the uncles in the backyard. And I was just trying to make sure that, you know, her first time smoking weed was going to be a good experience with like people that she trusts and like mm-hmm. whatever. And then I was telling, he was like, and I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to see my mom right now. And I'm going to give her a big hug. He's like, you should just climb into bed with her. And I was like, I will. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it was just so nice, and it was just the He's best funny. room experience. And I think for some reason, Marissa, you would have a good time doing oh, it. Oh no, I definitely think I'll have a great time on shrooms. I'm trying to think about it now. Like, what's my ideal first time situation? I think I'd want to be in a nice house or hotel, like like with just like one or two friends maximum. I want to be there for the night. I don't need to exit. I don't need to be oh, yeah. anywhere. My friend was like, trying to go to the Grove. He's like, let's set off fireworks no. at the Grove. I what was like, fuck? let's not go anywhere and just stay in your house on this street. I want like all not... the good snacks and I just want to sit there I don't and think talk you could eat. and be on shrooms. Really, you can't eat. I man. think you would throw up. Really? But, I, but you're also like, 
as like I knew that I was tripping the whole time. So that's why I was oh, that's like, good. That's what I, I was, was like, about. we're not going fucking anywhere. I was like, you're crazy. I like this. I was like, let's walk in this field of gold in your backyard. Like, let's feel the colors in the room. Like, I'm so down. And he's like, no, let's go on a walk. I was like, no, 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 no. We're staying right here. I really like this. <laughs> like, I'm not going anywhere. And he's like, okay, Joyce. Like, you're not like out of your mind, like gonna jump off a bridge or anything. Like, I don't mm. know. I've heard crazy stories of people thinking. Yeah, people have bad trips. What I feel like that's like acid though, right? No, I don't that know. happens on shrooms. Anyway, we're we're going off on a tangent, and I don't care enough to stay here because I really, if I don't get to the gym in the next twenty minutes, I'm not going to go at all. And all right, on this peace out, focus. y'all. All right, bye. M E I A podcast at gmail.com. Bye. <laughs>